You're listening to Talking Creative, the podcast that helps voice directors, creatives, and production companies to make the most of their voice actors so they can create amazing content that everyone wants to hear. I'm Samantha Poffin, voice actor and director, and I know that directing voices can feel daunting and complicated. Where do I start? Should I just wing it? What if I say the wrong thing? I want to help you make sense of all that. If you make videos, ads, audiobooks, or anything with a voiceover, then this is the podcast for you. Ready to start talking creative? Then let's get started. Hello there, and welcome to Talking Creative, the podcast that's all about the art of voiceover directing. I'm Samantha Boffin, a voice actor and director, and in this episode, we're going to be looking at how to get your voiceover to sound conversational. Now, this isn't a new topic. The trend for conversational, real-sounding voiceovers for corporate and commercial projects has been around for years. But whilst it isn't new, it isn't quite as easy as you'd think to get right. And I hear some pretty formal conversational reads every day which is why I thought it was a good subject for this podcast, because there are some really, really simple things that you can do as a director to help your voice actor sound as natural as possible. Stuff like scripts and language, as well as your directing style, and having a few tricks up your sleeve that might help if it's all going a bit peak tong. (laughs) I love that phrase. And it is weirdly connected to voiceover work. I'll put a link in the show notes if you have no idea what I'm talking about. But let's quickly look at the whole voiceover versus conversational voice idea. Because back in the day, unless we were talking about animation or the way that voiceovers are used in fictional stuff like dramas or film... Voice artists were more like announcers. Think of news reporters or continuity announcers, commercials or radio DJs. There was a kind of educational feel or wanting to create excitement, often speaking over lots of loud background noise. And even when news anchors or presenters were sitting side by side on a sofa having a conversation, there was a kind of formal, heightened feel to the way they spoke to each other. And in certain areas, there's still only a softening off of that approach. It hasn't been entirely lost. But in the world of advertising, and increasingly in the corporate world, explainers, e-learning, corporate videos, telephone messaging, there has been a real shift. The role, and you know how I love to talk about the role your voiceover is playing, has changed from the teacher-pupil relationship, which is quite didactic, to a much more peer-to-peer feel, from objective to subjective, a friendlier feel, someone who has tried this product or recommends this company or service, as opposed to the guy who made the product or owns the company or service. Your voiceover, then, needs to, well, reflect that more conversational, emotionally connected vibe. And it totally makes sense, because ads and videos need to connect with their audience and listeners, and a parent-child relationship just isn't as engaging or effective as someone who feels like they're on the same level. 
I see it all the time on audition scripts. Not announcery, real natural voices. Avoid a local radio DJ feel. It's tricky to get right, though. There's a great masterclass by Helen Mirren, and it's all about acting, and she opens it by doing what's considered to be the most difficult thing to do on stage, and that is walk across the stage naturally. Because suddenly you're aware of your hands and your posture and the way you move your head and your legs, and you've just become really self-conscious. And what is an everyday thing to do suddenly becomes stiff and awkward. And it's exactly the same with your voice. Think about your telephone voice, the voice you use before you find out who it is. Well, next time, listen to how your voice changes when you find out that it's your mum or your best friend. And listen to how your voice changes depending on whether it's your mum or your best friend. You may have different telephone voices, and it's really interesting. But this telephone voice effect can sometimes happen when your voiceover begins to speak on mic. So they just, they begin to perform. And particularly if they're in a session with a new director or a number of new directors, this can be a real problem. There can be something quite daunting about a wall of people on Zoom or out in the actual studio area. And suddenly you forget how to speak properly and naturally when you pick up the script. Now this is why experienced voice actors are often winners over the guys who are less adept because most of them are absolute masters at sounding natural and real. Just like Helen, who finally, after years of acting, (laughs) has nailed that walk across the stage. (laughs) So conversational voiceover is what we are aiming for. But how do you, as a director, help to make it happen? Well, aside from booking a really good voiceover in the first place, you can help the process a lot. So where do you start? To begin? At the beginning, the script. (laughs) Write words that people actually use when they're speaking. You can test this by reading it out loud yourself. Would you speak like that in the real world? Just asking a voiceover to sound conversational and then writing words that are practically marketing speak make the voiceover's job really challenging. Listen to this. This, this is a conversational script that I've had in the past. This is a little excerpt from it. We have integration teams whose goal is to help the institutions succeed in their digital delivery goals. We think about pedagogy as well as technology. Now, (laughs) with the best will in the world, it is tough to make that sound conversational. People just don't talk like that. So a formal tone for certain subjects is totally understandable, but that isn't conversational. Using ordinary language that your audience can relate to is the key to a conversational, natural-sounding read. Write like you talk. Now, a good VO can do their best to make really formal copy sound natural. But do you know, why make your life hard? Also, the other thing to do is to make a decision about lazy speech before the session. Do you want the delivery to be quite precise or quite laid back, because obviously laid back adds to that more conversational feel. Really, it's the difference between saying something like, it is, or it's. One of them is significantly less formal than the other. So it depends what you want, but you need to make a decision one way or the other. Now, the second point is also connected to script. You need to think 
about the story. Now, I don't mean once upon a time, but think about the story that you're telling within the project and make sure that your voice knows what that story is. Because although it should be clear, it's always worth clarifying because then they can concentrate on the emotional heart of telling that story, which sounds a bit wanky, I agree, but it really works. For instance, a corporate video all about a particular company's brilliant technology is probably not just a list of stuff. The story might really be about transforming people's lives, creating ease of working, getting better results, putting people at the heart of their business. Now that's the kind of storyline that is worth clarifying to your voiceover. Then they can sound totally connected to the story of the piece. Point three is what is sometimes referred to as the golden ten minutes. That's the first ten minutes, or there or thereabouts, at the top of a directed session. This is the chance to meet your voiceover, introduce them to anyone else on the call, allow them to get into the zone and adjust to the room. This is the moment to probably explain the story, get everyone relaxed, because if you want a conversational read, the voice needs to feel relaxed. And it's tough for even the most experienced voice just to switch on the right tone in seconds. This little bridge from the outside world into a different world is time well spent, and this is especially true if you haven't met them before. I had a session the other day where I was a little anxious. I was singing on mic, and I'd never met any of the directors before. And the whole team, when I got onto this call, were so chatty and positive and friendly from the get-go, it made my life so much easier, and all my nerves just disappeared. They offered me the space to try stuff out and relax into the session. And you can hear nerves in the voice, so it's really worth remembering that. Voiceover sessions are at their best when you're all working as a team. Of course, if you know the voiceover well, you can just fast forward through this bit. In fact, your relationship will help massively because it'll already feel like a really laid-back, easy session. If you're not in a directed session, the voiceover is self-directing, then oh, that's slightly different. But if it's a long script... I would definitely get them to send over the opening part as a test, just so you can tell that they're actually delivering the tone that you need. But what do you do if they don't get it? If, when they do the read, they're sounding a little less conversational than you'd like, as if they're performing? Well, that brings me on to point four. Remind them what their role is. What the relationship is between them and the audience now, hopefully you know what that is, whether they're a trusted friend or a supportive colleague or the guy next door. Just get them to imagine they're telling the story within that role. Now, I've noticed that some voices, they just soften their voice to sound conversational. But that isn't really shifting their emotional state. It just sounds like an announcer, but quieter. If the voice knows who they are and who they're talking to, they should be able to visualise that other person on the other side of the script. And you don't have to stop there either. The next step is to get them to imagine how the person they're talking to is feeling and responding. Get them to almost listen to that response as they're reading the script. Now, I know this sounds complicated, but actually it isn't. And it's a really useful technique as a director 
to coax out a natural performance if you don't think they're quite there yet. So, it would run something like this. In the first instance, you chat about their role and the story they're telling. And then you try. And if it's not quite right, then get them to imagine who they're chatting to. Someone relevant and meaningful for them. So they can imagine that their friend is sitting down with them in a pub or in the park or in their kitchen, and they're telling them the story there. And then if they're still not quite getting it, then get them to tell the story to you. Do a pass where you respond and fully engage with what they're telling you. Give them responses back. See how that transforms their delivery. And if you approach this by degrees, it means you layer up the performance and it makes it much easier for the voice actor to respond to that kind of direction. Now, the important thing here is to keep it really light and positive. That is your art. Don't let them think they're failing because that is the kiss of death. They will get more and more anxious and less and less confident and you'll hear that in their voice. Now, I realise that it can be quite tempting to think, well, for God's sake, I'm paying them. They should just be able to get this. I don't care about their delicate actuary ways. But the thing is, you're the director. If it was just a set of instructions that people needed, they wouldn't need you there. But you can add so much to the performance when you work in this more collaborative way. So, for the conversational read, we've looked at the script... We've looked at the language and the role the voiceover is playing. We've created the right atmosphere to get a great performance. So let's move on to point five and look more closely at something I mentioned at the top, which is subjectivity. Now this is a real sea change from that old-fashioned announcery feel. We need the voice to be subjective not objective, to engage with what they're talking about. For instance, someone who has tried and recommends the product. Now, in real life, if we're frustrated with something, that frustration is heard in our voice. If we like something, that satisfaction comes out in the tone of our voice. And that's the approach with conversational voice work. If that emotion is allowed to come through, it means that the listener is more likely to respond to believe in, and importantly, feel what we're saying, which means that the message should be far more effective. So check that your voice actor understands the emotional heart, that they're clear about how they're feeling. If they're saying, I'm upset about my job, they need to sound upset about their job. And if the script says, my backache is gone, they need to sound relieved that their backache has gone. Point six is another trick that you can have up your sleeve if they're still sounding too formal or disconnected from the script. And it is a classic actor's technique. Remind them that this is the first time they're telling the story. It's true that they're reading a script and they can see in front of them the beginning, the middle and the end, but it needs to sound in the moment, as if they're saying those words for the very first time. And that little reminder might just make the difference to your voiceover between sounding pat and sounding natural and real. And now the final point, point seven, posture. Now this is such a game changer and again, something that can make a huge difference as to whether a voice actor sounds conversational or stiff. Are they being casual enough? 
Are they standing rigidly and formally in front of the mic, or are they slouching? If they're sitting in a chair, are they almost lolling, kind of careless, like leaning to one side and shrugging? Try it. Right now, try it for yourself. Put this episode on pause and talk about what you had for breakfast. Try standing upright and really formal and straight, then do the same thing slouching a bit, maybe leaning against the wall, being really casual. Your delivery will be totally different. Okay, so hopefully you're back from that little exercise. (laughs) And I know this is something that is trickier to introduce, but it's not impossible. It's easier to suggest if you're in a directed session, because you can see them either on Zoom, that's why Zoom can be quite useful as part of a directed session, or they're actually in the room or in the booth, and you can see them through the glass. Another idea is to get them to do the read with their headphones off, because there can be something too performery about wearing headphones, too self-consciously a voiceover, and taking the headphones off, taking the cans away, can break that barrier because they just feel kind of like natural. They're just like they ordinarily are walking around. So that's it for this episode. That was seven ways to get your voiceover to sound conversational. So we've covered the script, the story, the golden 10 minutes at the top of a session, what their role is and who they're talking to, being subjective, not objective, and a little trick to use, which is discovering the script for the first time, and another little trick, getting casual with the way they're sitting or standing. So those are seven things that will hopefully help your voice actor to sound real, natural and connected, so you can get the conversational feel that you want. It's that simple. Ha ha! (laughs) Ta-da! This was Talking Creative, and I'm Samantha Boffin. And ask yourself this, did I sound conversational in this episode? Well, hopefully I did. And I was using some of the stuff that I was talking about, helped, of course, by the fact that I'm already quite connected to this subject. But Bare Feet also played a starring role. (laughs) For more chat and insights about the art of voiceover directing, do connect with me on LinkedIn. And if I can help you out with any of your voiceover projects, whether they're conversational or not, (laughs) just search for Samantha Boffin and get in touch or DM me. All my details are on my profile. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. If you enjoyed it, do leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media so other people like you can get the best out of their voice actors. And don't forget, you can head over to talkingcreative.co.uk for the whole series.